You know what? The last few stories have been difficult to share and to read. There's been so much death and war. It's, it's been heavy. Yeah, they have been. And today's story continues in that, but I think we're going to learn some important lessons. Yes. King Saul has a very difficult lesson to learn in this story. All right. Welcome. You know what? The closer summer gets, which it kind of feels like outside, the more excited I am for summer camp. It is It's going to be so much fun. It does feel like a little bit like summer today. Although the day that we're recording this, it's like very we snowy. had a crazy blizzardy storm in the morning. Yeah. And now it's in the afternoon. It kind of feels warm and it's summer-like. Sunny. Weird. Welcome to Alberta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just the way it is. That is my friend Braden. And as a program director at Covenant Bay Bible Camp, it seems like each week he gets a little more excited as we get closer to the summer months and camp starting to happen. A little more enthusiastic, shall we say. My favorite time of year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Mine too. My name is John, and we're glad to be that you could join us today. So happy that you're here. Yes. If you have not yet entered our summer camp contest, simply go to covenantbay.ca slash contest to get more information we would love to give you a free week at summer camp. One thing that gets me excited about this summer is knowing- Hanging out with me. <laughs> yes, I got to admit, <laughs> uh, I do like hanging out with you. You're a lot of fun. Oh, I get to wear shorts, short shorts in the No office. short shorts at summer camp <laughs> or anywhere else. Fine. None. <laughs> What's but your favorite thing? <laughs> I really like hanging out with the campers and having ridiculous amounts of fun. You know, yep. these, these kids are going to make- friendships and build relationships and have memories that just last a lifetime. It's really hard to capture that in words. Um, it's best captured in an experience. Yes. So come and hang out with us this summer. <laughs> I totally agree. If you have not yet registered, again, covenantbay.ca. Okay. So last week we heard a story about Saul and Israel attacking the Am- Amalekites. Uh, we learned that love is not easy. Yeah. And I have to say, there is a lot of gruesome stories in the Bible. And last week, well, it was just another yeah. one of those really hard stories to hear. Been kind of a, we, we've been on a string of them. Yeah, we have been. Well, today's story is found in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 10 through 35. Okay, so yeah, you, and you're right. The, the gruesome stories, even though they're hard to read, we can't just skip over them, right? There's something no. always that we can learn from these stories, even though some of them are hard to understand or, or really just plain gruesome. That's right. So after the battle with the Amalekites, God spoke to Samuel and said, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me, and he has refused to obey my command. This message from God devastated Samuel. It broke his heart to hear God say this, but he knew that God had a very good reason. Saul was not willing to be 100% obedient to God. Yeah, so the next morning... Samuel packs up a few things and gets ready to, for a trip to confront Saul on this issue and give him God's message. So as he is looking for Saul, he learns of something that is, well, it's just not good. Saul was in Carmel to set a monument that speaks of his greatness. He was wanting the people to see how great he was. Instead, it should have been a monument to the Lord that showed how great God is. Saul really mixed up and was certainly serving himself instead of God. So Saul found Samuel cheerful and in good spirits, and he had good reason to be. He had defeated the, his enemy and his kingdom, the Amalekites, 
and was becoming stronger each week. But Samuel was upset and asked him, you know, why all the sheep and goats were there. God had instructed Saul to destroy everything. That's including the sheep and the goats. Mm -hmm. But that's not what Saul did. No, Saul, uh, you know, saw that he was caught in his actions and said to Samuel that they were keeping those things to offer as a sacrifice to God. Samuel wasn't buying it. Saul's excuses and reasoning did not fit with God's commands. Saul had disobeyed his and his heart was not loyal to God. All right, so Samuel interrupts Saul and says, stop, stop giving me excuses. And he continues to question Saul on why he allowed his army to plunder the Amalekites when they were supposed to destroy everything. And plunder means like take things for yourself. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So Saul is convinced that he did, that he did obey God, or I mean, at least, you know, close enough. Um, he said, everyone was destroyed except the king and the troops. You know, they only took the best of the sheep and the goats and, and the plunder was a sacrifice to God. Yeah. All those things that they took, <laughs> like he's trying to make it seem like he's way better than he is right yeah. now. We totally obey, except this and except this. But it was really a gift just to, to God, so yeah. it's okay, right? Yeah. He's covering his track. Yeah. So Samuel had enough of Saul's reasoning. And, it, you know, it's pretty clear that Saul's desire to serve himself, well, it was greater than his desire to serve God mm-hmm. and to obey him. So Samuel continues and, and says in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22 and 23, what is more pleasing to the Lord? your burnt offerings and sacrifices to or your obedience to his voice. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Rebellion is a sinful as is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord he has rejected you as king. Hmm. These are really strong words. And they finally got through to Saul. I mean, at least through to him enough for him to admit that he had disobeyed God. But he also admits that, you know, he was afraid of his own people and he gave in to what they demanded of him. Saul, who was king and, you know, supposed to lead Israel, was actually a follower of those he feared. He was insecure and preoccupied with how his people viewed him. Right. Sam, so Samuel refused Saul's request to go back with him and worship the Lord together. So instead, he tells Saul that because you refuse to obey God, God has rejected you as king. Now, this made King Saul really upset and sad. He held on to Samuel's robe and it ripped as Samuel walked away. And Samuel said to him, the Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today and has given it to someone else, one who is better than you. And he who is the glory of Israel will not lie, nor will he change his mind, for he is not human, that he should change his mind. That's 1 Samuel 15, 28 to 29. So after a lot of begging from Saul... Samuel finally agrees to go back with Saul to worship God. But after Samuel called for the enemy king Agag, Samuel then killed King Agag with a sword, which, is, which was part of 
God's command to Saul in last week's story, something mm-hmm. that Saul didn't do or obey God in. Yeah. Samuel never went to meet with Saul again, but he mourned constantly for him. And the Lord was sorry he had ever made Saul king of Israel. Okay, so I know in last week's story that we touched on this, but I think it's important that we speak to the fact that God commanded Saul to destroy the Amalekites. I mean, it's it's an outrageous thing to command. I mean, how could a loving God, you know, command the annihilation of the people? All right, I'm going to pl- take a, a page out of my old playbook like I've done for many years now. <laughs> It's a great question, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes. But what do you think? Don't you love it when I do this? Well, it just means you don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, I, I think, you know, God's love is rooted in righteousness and justice. Right. You know, early in last week's story, God is listing the things he has, you know, against the Amalekites, the things that have been historically going poorly, them not turning to God for years and years and decades and decades. You know, while we don't know the detail of these things or the extent of their behavior, we do know that they refused God and, and they refused to do what is right. I think that's a really important point that you just made, that God's love is rooted in righteousness and justice. Mm-hmm. We also know from many other stories in scripture that God has patience, right? Yeah. And he wants every single person to turn to him and live in a in a good relationship with him yeah i mean look at even in today's story look look at saul it's is not the first time that saul has disobeyed god and no. then turned to and disobeyed and turned mm-hmm. to him you know it's that's been a back and forth a lot okay the thing the things that the amalekites did then you know they were they were long past and they they didn't have well, they didn't repent from, right. from all the wrong that they had done. They didn't turn away from their wicked ways. And so then God, who is just and righteous, made the decision to destroy the, Amal- the Amalekites, you know, perhaps because their actions were hurting others around them. There's mm. a ripple effect to sin. Yeah. Well, all that said, yep. God's command to Saul, you know, Obviously, it was extremely serious, mm-hmm. and there was simply no room for Saul to kind of just sort of obey. It right. was like either you all the way obey, or it's disobedience. Right. And and Saul, he had not fully obeyed. Right. So our lesson for today then is always obey God. Yeah. The Amalekites refused to obey God, like you pointed out, mm-hmm. and, and they were destroyed. And Saul didn't fully obey God, and... God rejected him as king and, and already chose another person to be king. So on both sides of the story, both, both uh, parties, um, yeah. both in Israel and the Amalekites, they didn't obey God and it didn't go well for them. And, and we don't just obey God because, you know, we don't want bad things to happen to us. That's not what we're saying. We obey God because we love him and he genuinely has the best interests in, in mind for us, you know. For those who love him, as we align ourselves with God, we know that God sees a much bigger perspective than mm. we ever could. Well said, Braden. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, you and I and, and every other person, you mm-hmm. know, we will never go wrong when obeying God 
is, you know, is just simply our highest priority. Right. So, as our lesson is today, always, always obey, obey God. God. We didn't even plan that. We no, just we did. didn't. No? <laughs> it's like we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way for all of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. We want you to discuss with a friend an area in your life that is hard for you to obey God in. Now, work together to make a strategy so you can better obey God. It wasn't until after Saul disobeyed that we find out the reason why. He was afraid of the people and was unwilling to stand up to his army who wanted to, you know, take the best things for themselves. No, it's too bad that he didn't have someone beside him that could have encouraged him to lead or even before the the battle talk to him about his struggle and his fear of his own army. Right. Perhaps then maybe he would have obeyed. King Saul needed a strong person beside him to help him lead. So, what do you need to help you obey God consistently? It's been my own experience that once I I have one area of life figured out that I realize I have more work to do in a different area of my life. This is, so don't aim for perfection. That's not what we're going for. Aim for growth. That's right. We are, we are all sinful and we're all going to continue to mess up from time to time. So be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. And keep working on that strategy to obey God more fully. Probably be a good idea to also revisit this conversation with your friend regularly. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram at Bible Story Pod and join us this summer at Covenant Bay Bible Camp for one of our amazing summer camp sessions. We would love to see you there. Hey, remember, there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We are always praying for you. Have an awesome week.
Imagine not being able to speak for almost a year. Nope, I don't want to imagine that. I wouldn't be able to sing in the car or in the shower. No more podcast hosting for me? Nope, that'd be sad. Okay, coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we learn the importance of being ready to follow wholeheartedly. 